This is what we've got here. So we've got our holy community here. We've got the world here. Bit of spirit. Look at you all down there looking holy. (laughs) Let's pray. Dear Father, I pray that you will lead us and I pray that you will teach us how to follow you in truth, to trust you, and to be obedient to you. Amen. Amen. The passage we're doing um, today is First Thessalonians 4, reading from verse 3 to 12. I think it will come up somewhere there, if you could turn your Bibles there. And it reads, It is God's will that you should be sanctified, that you should avoid sexual immorality, that each of you should learn to control your own body in a way that is holy and honorable. Not in passionate lust like the pagans who do not know God. And that in this matter, no one should wrong or take advantage of a brother or sister. The Lord will punish all those who commit such sins, as we told you and warned you before. For God did not call us to be impure, but to live a holy life. Therefore, anyone who rejects this instruction does not reject a human being, but God. The very God who gives you is Holy Spirit. Now about your love for one another, we do not need to write to you, for you yourselves have been taught by God to love each other. And in fact, you do love all of God's family throughout Macedonia. Sorry. Yet we urge you, brothers and sisters, to do so more and more. And to make it your ambition to lead a quiet life, you mind your own business and work with your hands, just as we told you, um, sorry, just as we told you, so that your daily life may win the respect out of outsiders and that you will not be dependent on anyone. This has been the word of God. Now, I was given the privilege of talking about holiness today, and I was, I was wondering, who's been talking to me about, the, um, to the, about me to the elders? Um, <laughs> but I, it, it's, it so happened that I think in 2018, I, I wrote something on holiness, and, and it's weird because um, I thought, you know, this would be easy because I've written something already, and... and I literally just could not bring it. And when I read it, it gave me a headache. And I figured that it would have given you guys a headache too. (laughs) So so I had to, you know, and and I was waiting for the time to come. And one Saturday morning, God said, it's time to write. And I hope this will edify all of us. Um, But before I go into that, I am going to bring this little thing here. So we're all created by God. He loves us 
and he wants to have a relationship with us. But unfortunately, we were falling from grace. And we, were, we were in the world. There's sexual immorality. There is sin. There's so much thing. But the Holy Spirit is always beside us. It's always there, quickening our hearts. But sometimes, unfortunately, we don't hear. But when we do hear, we become a new creation and we've repented of our sins. And this is when we invite God and we invite the Holy Spirit in. And that is where holiness comes in. Because we are created in the likeness and in the image of God. And our God is holy. And then he wants to create a holy community. So this one decided to repent. And he gave this one a gift, a gift of healing. Put that one here. Another one repent, he gave this one a gift, the gift of message of wisdom. Another one a gift, and this is the gift of tongues. One was brought this morning. And then another one, another a gift, a gift of interpretation. That was one over there this morning. And your community is growing. Now, I've deliberately taken the same color balls, and the reason for that is when you become a part of the Holy Universal Church, you become one body. When your friends, when you're in the community and your friends are talking about Christians, they don't say John, they don't say Paul, they say the Christians. They said you guys. So when one Christian errs, all Christian errs, and we have to work together as a community to build each other up. And that is where our holy community comes in. And I hope that helps to understand a little bit of holiness. Okay? <laughs> right. <clears throat> right. And, you know, First Peter um, 15, 16 said, But just as he who calls you to be holy, so be holy in all you do, for it is written, Be holy, because I am holy. You know, throughout the ages, holiness has been one of the marks of the church. And we sing this all the time in the Apostles' Creed, I believe in the holy universal church. And unfortunately, we live in a society that emphasizes the welfare of the individual um, at the expense of the common good. We often lose sight of the fact that we are called not just to live as holy individuals, but to live a, in a, a holy community centered in God's presence a community that manifests its, tr its truths and action in the world. An overemphasis on personal holiness without consideration of life in community is a corruption of the Christian faith. And, you know, um, I think the best way I, I can bring this forward is I was, I was watching something, and it was a group of Down syndrome kids, and I never forget this, and they were all in a race, and they were just they were all going to the finish line. One child at the back, that child fell and everybody that was almost at the finish line, they turned back. They picked that child up, they brushed him off, they wiped his tears, and they all went to the finish line together. And that is what a holy community is. We have to lift each other up. We need each other. And James bring it nicely last week and said, we need each other. Okay? <clears throat> holy living is more than following rules. Uh, for in Jesus Christ, we've been set free from the law. We have been taught by God to, to let love be our rule. You know, as you're molded, as you've been given the, the gifts of the Spirit, so the, the fruits of the Spirit will grow. Your kindness, your love, your sharing, all that will grow. <clears throat> the Thessalonians were challenged in three important areas that are expressed in community life. Human sexuality. What are we watching? 
What are we listening to? What are we subjecting ourselves to? You know, are we controlling our bodies in a way that is holy and honorable unto God? You know, public, public life is the next one. It includes your home, work, school, and church. You know, are, are we respecting each other in our homes? You know, are we respecting our spouse? You know, are we representing Christ in, in, our, in, in our workplace, in our schools? You know, are we obeying our parents and in our private life and small groups? Holy living begins with the desire to be used by God and is reflected in faith and action together in community life. Holy living is nurtured in the ministries of God, in preaching, teaching, caring, and sharing of God's saving love. You know, and um, this is a story that John and Carl may never have heard before, but I think it's a story that is fitting in this time, and it's how we, we desire to be used by God. I came to this country in 2015 on the 29th of June, and when I landed, I remembered I researched this church, I wanted to go, and, and I saw this one. And um, I knew this is where I needed to go. And I came in the Sunday morning. Unfortunately, on the website, it said that church started at 10, but it was a 9-11 service. So I came in very late for the morning service, for the 9, but very early for, for the, the 11 a.m. service. And I remember John and Carl, they came. I was sitting at the back, and they came around, and they said, you know, are you new here? And I said, um, yes. And they said, um, it's okay, there is going to be another service, so you can stay for that. And at the end of that service, they invited me home with them um, for a meal. And it, I've been in this country for six days, and that was my first meal in six days. And that is what it is to be used by God, because one of God's child was hungry, and he used another of his child to feed that child. It has been a part of the community that you're not just disjointed, but you're able to feel what your brother is going through. You're able to feel what your sister is going through. And that is what it means to be a part of a holy community. Then and only then, our daily living becomes a witness to the incarnate word, and we're empowered to influence others. In living for God, the one apostolic, holy, universal Christian community, everyone is liberated to hear what the Spirit is saying and to go where the Spirit is going. And in closing, and this is what I got from Lawrence, who's sitting right up here in the front, and it, this is a nugget that he gave. He says, there is no holiness without unity. Holy, common, unity. Holy community. God bless you all. Hey, my name's Dan Baptist, and I'm lead pastor here at Jubilee Community Church. We really hope that something from this morning's word has blessed you and reached you. And if you'd like to talk about anything you've heard or just be able to talk about maybe faith or get some prayer, then please get in contact. You can email us, give us a call at the centre and one of the team's going to get back to you. We'd love to do this, especially if you're just thinking about what it is to become a Christian. You want to sit down and really talk that through with anyone. We also run regularly on a Sunday some joining the church courses. And if you want to know more about Jubilee Community Church and what it is to belong here, then you can just uh, find out online when the next one of those is going on and you can attend, have a meal, sit down, talk about it. We also have some amazing midweek group life uh, where it's a great opportunity to dig further into your faith. Again, you can find out that on our website too. Anyway, just wanted to say hi and uh, bless you and we'll catch up soon.